0: Happy 420 Day! It is April 20th, 2022, and we're here to celebrate with some stories of cannabis history use, the debate over the name marijuana or cannabis, and a little info on different varieties. So light them up and get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations, and whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. Happy 420 Day! So as you really should know, this is the ultimate marijuana holiday. 420 is the day when people celebrate the plant and get together and have a good time. In a prior report, we discussed the origin of 420, It started back in the San Francisco Bay Area, when some kids used to get together after school at 4.20 p.m. to smoke some weed. Later, the Grateful Dead picked up the term, High Times Magazine published it, and it became history. Today we've got some really cool stories on cannabis. So here we go. So first up today, we're going to discuss the difference between the cannabis varieties. There are a few different types of the plant. The two most people are familiar with are Cannabis sativa and Cannabis indica both of which have psychoactive properties. Cannabis sativa is generally thought to have a little more energy to it, and Cannabis indica is more used for mellowing out and relaxing. But there's another variety, Cannabis sativa L. The L was included in honor of the botanist Carl Linnaeus, and it's a subspecies that's more commonly known as hemp. Hemp's not psychoactive, but it's used extensively in many products, such as cloth, oil, fuel, paper, and so much more. But there's another variety not many people know about. It's called Cannabis ruteralis. There's a scholarly debate over whether or not it's its own species or a subspecies of cannabis sativa. But in any case, it's a little bit different. It's smaller than the other cannabis plants, it's hardier than the other cannabis plants, and it's also more disease and pest resistant. It's native to Europe and Russia, and currently it can be found growing wild there as well as the Himalayas and even Central and North America. It has sparse weedy growth and a unique ability to flower irregardless of light exposure. It also has a much shorter growth phase. And it's lower in THC, but higher in CBD. Because it's short, it's not usually used for hemp. Because it's lower in THC, it's not really used for recreational purposes. But because of its higher CBD qualities, it is sometimes grown for its cannabinoids and oil. Mostly though, it's used as a cross for other strains. Right now, there are several bills in Washington, D.C. that are waiting for Senate votes with hopes to get cannabis federally passed. One of those is the MORE Act, which stands for Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement. The bill will decriminalize marijuana by removing it from the list of scheduled substances. One part of the bill includes the following language. It says the bill will replace statutory references to marijuana, spelled with a J, and marijuana, spelled with an H, with the term cannabis. It's a bit ironic considering the bill says marijuana right in the name. Two other states, Maine and Virginia, have also introduced bills to make the same name change. And there are some cannabis industry groups that have stopped using the word marijuana altogether. So why the change? The sponsor of the Moore Act is Washington State Representative Melody Morgan. She said, this is just another layer of peeling off the systemic racism that's built into our system meaning they believe that the word marijuana has racist roots. The word itself is from Mexican Spanish, and it's commonly thought to have its roots tracing back to an ancient Aztec language with the word malwan, meaning prisoner. In the early 1900s, anti-marijuana crusaders thought that using the term marijuana would help to stigmatize it and make it sound more intimidating because it was a foreign name. They tried placing a negative emphasis on it and used it in association with people of color including Mexican immigrants, and this narrative has become the reason why some people are now saying that the word is racist and should be retired. But is the narrative really true? National Public Radio's KUOW spoke with historians who believe that that story is both incomplete and inaccurate. The historians say that it's actually very unlikely that the term marijuana originated with Aztec roots. Cannabis was most likely not even in the Americas before Spanish contact. Linguists point to another potential source for the word, in China. The ancient Chinese documented hemp going back thousands of years, and the Chinese term for hemp seed flour is ma ren A professor of Latin American history named Isaac Campos, who studied the history of the plant, said stories about marijuana leading to madness and violence were not started in American culture. They were actually started in Mexican printed newspapers, and the American papers just picked it up and ran with it. Another cannabis historian, Adam Rathke, points out that long before anyone in the United States linked Mexican immigrants with the word marijuana, doctors and lawmakers in America documented that they were more concerned about cannabis than they were positive towards it. Rathke says, If you read 19th century medical journals, or if you go look at laws that are passed in the 19th century at the state level, there's immediate concern by American physicians about the potential negative effects of cannabis. This contradicts Jack Herrera's very influential pro-cannabis works, which claimed America was pro-hemp and pro-cannabis before racist prohibition began. It's been suggested that this was actually an incomplete narrative skewed to emphasize cannabis benefits for pro-legalization purposes. Professor Campo said, The idea that the word marijuana is racist, I just think it's nonsense. Marijuana is just the Mexican word for the drug cannabis. He goes on to compare vilifying the word marijuana to be the same as vilifying the word salsa. He says it's simply another term for the cannabis plant. Any negative connotation to the word was based in fear of the plant that was already rooted in the American culture. And Campos believes that using the word is actually a positive nod to the overwhelming influence that the Mexican language has had on our own, and not a mark of negativity. So there you go. The debate still stands, but according to these historians, it does not have racist roots. The cannabis plant has been in recorded history for literally thousands of years. The use as a crop goes back as much as 12,000 years, and the first record of the drug's medicinal use dates to 4,000 B.C. Burned cannabis seeds have been found in burial mounds in Siberia dating at 3,000 B.C., and large quantities of psychoactive cannabis have been found in tombs in China that go back to 2500 B.C. In 2019, scientists discovered what's called a wooden brazier with cannabinoid residue in it. That dates to 1500 B.C., and 10 of these were found in a cemetery in China. The brazier is basically a clever little pipe made from wood. To imagine what it looked like, picture a very short, hollowed-out piece of wood with one hole. Small heated rocks were placed inside the brazier, along with cannabis, and out came smoke. The cannabinoid residue found inside of these had much higher levels of THC than today's wild cannabis has. An Egyptian hieroglyphic which referred to a plant used both for rope and medicine is believed by many scholars to be hemp, and remains of the cannabis plant have been found in the tombs of pharaohs who lived between 1300 and 1200 B.C., Over in India, Sanskrit writings prominently featured cannabis dating to at least 800 B.C. The Atharva Veda and Vedic poems celebrated cannabis as one of five kingdoms of herbs that release you from anxiety, are a source of happiness, and a bringer of joy and freedom. It was used for religious purposes and also had an extensive list of uses medicinally. A drink made from cannabis, milk, nuts, and spices was a common remedy for ailments and thought to be a favorite food of the god Shiva. The drink is called bong, B-H-A-N-G, and it's still consumed in India to this day during sacred religious ceremonies. Back in Central Asia, in 600 B.C., the ancient Scythians used gold bongs. Two of them have been found. One Greek historian wrote of a Scythian vapor bath that he saw, where people would sit inside a tent and place cannabis and heated rocks in wooden braziers. This could have been the first recorded hotbox. The Greeks and Romans routinely used cannabis for rope and sails, and they documented their use of it in medicine. During the 2nd century CE, the Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius had a doctor who had warned about eating too many cakes containing hemp seeds. They were popular at Roman banquets for their ability to create relaxation, hilarity, and euphoria. The doctor cautioned that they also induced thirst and made one sluggish. Viking ships dating to the mid-9th century have been found with cannabis seeds in them and it's documented that they use the plant for pain relief in childbirth and for toothaches. This was also noted in the medieval Germany region. In the last several hundred years, cannabis and hemp have been very well reported on for their many uses. A professor in geography at the University of Kansas, Barney Worf, said, The idea that this is an evil drug is a very recent construction, and the fact that it's illegal is a historical anomaly. Marijuana has not only been legal around the world for most of its history, but it's also been highly regarded for all of its amazing abilities and uses. And now that you know its history, go get your cannabis, or marijuana, or whatever you want to call it, and enjoy your 420. Happy blazing! That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates, and follow us on mnewsnow.com. Later!